All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of the Bring a Juice podcast. I'm your host, Frank Delana. Today on the pod, we have Major League Baseball player Jake Gatewood. Jake, say what's up to Bring the Juice Nation real quick, buddy. What's up, man? Good to be here. Hey, Excited to fire, be here. fired up to have you in town. Yeah. Uh, the AP boys told said, hey, you got to have Gatewood on yeah. eventually. And I'm glad we're finally making it happen. Uh-huh. Before we get too deep into it, this episode of Bring the Juice is brought to you in part by the American Pistachio Growers. If you want to perform like the pros, eat your pistachios. That's right. <laughs> Are you a pistachio guy? No, I'm not a big oh, pistachio guy. But you're supposed to say yes hey, to If what, they man. send me some, I'll be a big pistachio guy. How about that? Hey, <laughs> they love sending out pistachios yeah. to athletes. Send them my way. You'll eat them? Yeah, I'll eat them. <laughs> we do business deals on Bring That's the Juice. Right, yeah. You see that? <laughs> Jake, uh, let's just start with Out of the Gate. You were drafted in 2014 to the Milwaukee Brewers. Mm-hmm. You were drafted 41st overall, correct? Yep. Now, people who don't understand the draft process at all, mm. the higher up you are drafted, the better your signing bonus is, et cetera, mm. the higher you're supposed to start, things of that nature. But you were drafted out of high school. Yeah. How old are you? 18. 18 years old, and you're given a hefty check. Yeah. What's that like? That's a good question. Yeah. It's, uh, it, at the time, it, I don't think it really hit me in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, like when they said, you know, hey, you're, you, they say your name on uh, MLB Network. Right. The guy comes out. The guy who said my name, him and my dad played together when they were uh, younger. So it was special. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's like, what are the odds of that? You know what I mean? And stuff. So, Small world. Yeah. And so I got to meet him and he already knew my dad and my family was there at the draft too. Um, so that part was really cool. And putting the uniform on. Totally. Um, I'm not even going to lie. I didn't even know where Milwaukee was when I got there. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, so the people had to fill me in. Yeah. But uh, no, it was it was super cool, man. And, and the fans really embraced me there, which was amazing. Um, and then to, to your dreams come true right in that Absolutely. moment. Big it's league. like, wow, I'm here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so um, that, was, that was a part for me that I don't think really hit me until, like, I would say – probably a month into the process right. when I was like, dude, this is like, actually it started to hit me when I took BP on the field in uh, Milwaukee for the first time in the, in the big mm-hmm. league stadium for the yeah. first time. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. Cause I'd been in big league stadiums before, but to be like, this is your team. Like right, right. you're on. That was cool. So yeah. this isn't some camp or no, something like, this yo, real. this is home. This is home yeah, base. Exactly. And right. Obviously you're around all the players you look up to. So mm-hmm. it's like, man, I'm on the same field. He's wearing the same uniform now. Right. Um, Who was the big name when you got there? They uh, Brian Braun was a big one. Um, who else? They had like uh, Ricky Weeks was on the team when he had just come off a pretty good year. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the other guys on the team. Uh, Carlos Gomez, I think, was on the team. I think that's the right name. Um, but anyway, big time player. Yeah. Some heavy stars. Kind of crazy. Big dude, he came up to me right away, started talking to me. So um, Jonathan Lucroy was kind of like early in his career, right. kind of just coming up, um, stuff like that, dude. So there's a lot of good players on the team. Did you have a decision to make? Because I, you know, I understand between knowing people personally and having other people on Bring the Juice that have discussed their journeys. Going to the league out of high school versus hey. I'm going to go play college ball. Mm-hmm. What was that debate like internally with your family? Like, was it, Hey, if I get drafted at this point, I'm going, if I get drafted past this number, I'm going to college or what was it for you? Yeah, I think, um, 
going into the draft, like your agent does all the the work and, and tells you where he thinks you're going to go. They can right. just predict, right? Because um, not everybody's going to show all their cards to you. Yeah, we're just going to pick you. Unless you're like a number one overall pick. They say, hey, Shoo we're going to pick you, right. right? Yeah. So I wasn't really sure where I was going to go. So my agent was like, hey, calls me a day before the draft. What's the worst case scenario? Like, what is it going to take for you to go pro versus go to – so we had to have that talk. Yeah. Um, Were you committed anywhere for college? Yeah. University of Southern California, USC. Oh. Um, well, dream school. Yeah. <laughs> dream school. I committed there my sophomore year of high school. Um, and they were, um, I got to go on the visit and it's crazy when I was eight, my dad took me to the campus and I ran a, a lap around the track and I said, dad, I'm going here when I was eight years old. And then it crazy how it, it panned Full out. Circle. So, yeah. And so, uh, coaches recruited me. They were awesome there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was kind of like, I just wanted to go there Yeah. if I had to end up going to call it to end up going. But, um, yeah, so we had that conversation and, um, it's crazy at one point during the draft, I'm sitting there, I'm on you know, live TV, bro. So you can't right. like, if you're slipping where it passed, where you thought you were going to go, you can't let them see that. No. Is, is that, is that like a thing you were coached to do beforehand? Kind of? Uh, yeah, a little bit like, yeah. Hey, make sure if things don't, you know, you right, can't, right. which I, I kind of knew going into, I'm not going to be here. Like, right. Poker face, poker yeah, face. right. Like, but obviously, as a competitor, as an athlete, you see the guys go by, and you're like, "I'm better than that dude." I really think, like, <laughs> if, if we, you know, but at the same time, you're also like, a lot of your friends are getting drafted too, so you're like happy for your your boys. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's a weird. I can't really explain the process yeah. that much, but it's a weird feeling. Um, but like, as I'm starting to go, maybe a little bit later than we thought I was, uh, I'm looking at my parents like. At one point, I remember going, are we going to SC? <laughs> looks like I'm going to USC and I'm on TV in front of all these people and I got to keep it cool. And so that's like 18 years old. That's like no joke, man. Dude. Yeah. And I, a lot of 18 year olds at the highest level, you see college football, like all these guys are going through a lot. I think people don't realize like they don't understand it at all. The maturity level, you're on ESPN every night, all this type of stuff. So that was definitely hard. And at one point, I remember telling, turning around and saying, hey, we may be going to USC. And then <laughs> shortly after, uh, Milwaukee picked me. So I was like, I could take a deep breath. <laughs> Did you have a number where you're like, hey, uh, if I hit, you know, pick number 60 or something like that? Or, or was it was it more of like a number value on what the signing bonus would be? Or like, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was a mixture of both. Yeah. I know my dad. So my dad played minor league baseball. Mm-hmm. He knew like the process of it where I wasn't quite as aware where I was like, I just want to go pro. Yeah. But my dad was like, I'm on the Brewers. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> and he was like, uh, you need to get drafted higher because there's certain uh, things you don't understand. If you go later, you're going to have to deal with. Right. First being drafted higher. Absolutely. So he was like, dude, you need to, you need to make sure like you go at a certain level or certain round and um, get this much value for yourself. So uh, he was helping me out a lot because if it was just up to me, man, he just gave me a uniform. Yeah. Out there. <laughs> as long as I didn't take yeah. the picture, I don't care. Exactly. 41st or 41st. Yeah, round, it doesn't I don't matter. Care. Yeah. It's after it. yeah, for sure. What would you say? I mean, you know, when I was going through these things today, I like asking baseball players this because I truly think, unless you know someone in the system, yeah. if you're just the average MLB fan who watches the World Series, maybe you like to watch the Home Run Derby, you throw on, you know, 10 games a year on TV, maybe one on the radio, and maybe we grew up in Fresno, maybe you go to a Giants game. Mm-hmm. You really don't know how really any sport works if that's your knowledge, which is mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. But baseball is so different because mm-hmm. there is so many, you know, the, the farm system is just yeah. like 
it's on it's unheard of unless you know about it. Yeah. What would you say? Well, let's explain the farm system first. Mm-hmm. Say it in your definition as a guy who's kind of gone through it. Yeah. Um, so there's there's the brewers, mm-hmm. and then below that there's a, a series of teams. Yeah. Um, so when I first got into pro ball, there was like there was the Dominican Summer League, the Arizona League, and for Florida Spring Training teams, it was called the uh, GCL, the Gulf Coast League, I think. Cool. Uh, which was like the guys, the eighteen year olds, just get drafted. They play like a half season. Um, then there's there was short season, two levels of short season. One was called like rookie ball, the other one's called short season. And then there was low A, high A, double A, triple A. So I don't know how many levels that <laughs> is, but it was a lot of players and a lot of yeah. guys. That's zigzags. Yeah, uh-huh. and it's just like guys are moving up and down. It's just it's it's pretty crazy. But um, now it's I think five levels. Yeah, uh, Arizona League, and then straight to low A, high A, double A. So they took out a bunch. Um, so now it's a little bit um, a little bit different. But when I first came up, man, it was that's not easy. No, no, no. Yeah. So many guys in so many levels. Right. Yeah. And how, you know, how hard is it to just move up from level, I don't want to call it the pond scum necessarily, mm. but like you're in the trenches yeah. to, okay, you're trending towards the top. Because right before mm. the majors is AAA, correct? Yep. Yes. Yep. How hard is it to climb that ladder? Pretty hard, man. Especially yeah. like... um you know, coming out of high school at 18, it's like you skip a big part of your development, right? In college. Cause you totally. know, like the strength you have as an 18 year old is 22. It's yeah, insane. Exactly. And so you're essentially out of high school, you're growing up in a professional sport, um, which is hard. It's not, it's definitely not easy by any means, but um, you know, that was the reality of the situation. And some guys do really well. Some guys take a little bit longer to figure it out. Um, and man, it was, uh, just to get to like, uh, I remember at the time I was like, I just want to get to low A and like figure out the low A stuff. Cause that was like a big jump for me. Um, but then now looking back on that climb up, right. Um, it's a big jump at, at every level. A lot of people say, oh, there's not a real big jump to like a certain level yeah. of competition. But my thought process is you're playing as the best players in the world in one stage and the, it just keeps getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. So the players are, are better. They're going to get better and better. Exactly. And so yeah. it's the game moves quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, it's the same game we play in, in Little League. It's just everybody's bigger, faster, stronger. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a big jump, I think, especially coming out of high school. College may be less of a of a jump. I can't speak on it because I didn't go to college. You'd have yeah. to ask those guys. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a big jump. I say the biggest jump was probably into double A because that's like where – you like you're a big leaguer if you're playing every day in double a you're just like a little bit more raw maybe like you need to refine some stuff but mm-hmm. talent wise you're there right um and then triple a is like it's a big jump too because now that's the first level guys are like coming down right from a higher it's kind level. of trickling up and tripling exactly. down type thing yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. god yeah it's so much yeah it is it's a lot it's confusing <laughs> how so you know i've had pitchers on this podcast i have yet to have uh, a non-pitcher yeah. have you i say this from the perspective of football and also you know kids reach out to me about wanting to get recruited where it's like you need to be as much of an asset as you possibly could be on mm-hmm. a team there's a limited amount of roster spots on any of these teams you're talking about mm-hmm. majors triple a double a single a yeah. all of it football 53 man roster yep. there's all kinds of rosters it's a number right mm-hmm. 
And so if you're a guy who's saying, hey, I need to make this roster spot. I need to beat out these guys. I need to be, you know, maybe I'm not number one, but I am in that top 25 yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. And I've always kind of preached about it. It's like, you got to be an asset. Like mm. being a baseball player, you don't just want to, oh, I only can play mm. right field. Yeah. For no, sure. like you want to be able to play, hey, I can play right, I can play center, I can play left. Shit, if you need to play second, I, re- I could if yeah. you really had to, right? Uh-huh. Have you gone through that tiers of, because you were originally a shortstop, correct? Yep. Have you been like, hey, coach, whatever you need me, I'm mm-hmm. I'm in it. Like, have you put, been put in an uncomfortable situation? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Tell yeah. Me about it. Tell me about yeah, it. yeah, dude. I, I So I started off as a shortstop, played shortstop almost my whole life. I used to catch a little bit when I was young because my okay. dad was. My yeah. mom was like, you were way too tall. You're going to hurt your knees. <laughs> So she was like, you're not going to catch anymore. So my dad was like, I put you at shortstop. Right. Um, and so played there um, all the way up until my second year of pro ball, or third year, I guess. And we traded for a guy who was pretty good, a shortstop, a young prospect coming up. Um, still one of my boys today. Great dude. So he was playing short. So I had to go to third. And Longer I was, throw. Yeah. Longer <laughs> throw. Ball gets hit way harder. I have way less time. Right. That was a, a process for me because that was the first time I changed positions. And it's at a professional level where these guys are hitting balls 110, 100. Oh, it's humming. Yeah. And humming. so I was comfortable back there at short. But then you put me at third and I was like, this is really hard, bro. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just like you react. So that was a, a, a challenge for me. Then once I got comfortable, we drafted a, a first or second rounder. I can't remember. Third baseman. So oh. he comes out of college. So they're like, hey. We're gonna move you to first. It's his first oh. half season. You gotta be comfortable. <laughs> so I was like, geez. So I didn't even want to go over there. But I would not want to go to first. No, and I could do second. I could go around the diamond there. <laughs> first I don't is, want to go to first. No. And I didn't, I was like, oh, first won't be that hard. But now I'm on the whole opposite side of the field. I've never so everything's backwards. You're all cold on yeah, one shoulder. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, what is this? And so uh that was a process too. And then you're in every play. I yeah. didn't realize how much you're in, in every play. So um, that was pretty hard. Um, but through that process, I obviously learned a lot. It made totally. me better at, at shortstop playing the other positions because I started to realize the importance of like little things. And yeah. then you go back to short and it's like, I'm, I'm comfortable. Yeah. And so. Um, iron sharp is iron. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. So it made me better. And then, um, so I've been playing majority first, like in third. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I got with the Angels, um they just threw me out in the outfield, put me back at shortstop. So I played in uh, the past two seasons. I played third base, shortstop, first base, left field, center field, right field. So utility at this yeah. point. But how, yeah. that's going to put your value much higher compared to a guy who can only play first base. Yeah, that uh, nowadays is actually pretty rare that somebody just plays one. Just plays one position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, it's changing. <laughs> Before we continue, got to give a quick shout out to Fresno First Bank. Uh, Fresno First Bank is local to Fresno in the community. They have a strong connection with business owners to help them grow and succeed. At Fresno First, whenever too busy for you, it's always direct contact when you walk in, and they personalize the customer experience every day. Real nice guys in there. Yeah, cool. They uh, actually have some, I don't know if you're a golfer, but they have some great golf attire that yeah. they've given me as well. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know when you leave, but the Bring the Juice Golf Tournament is February 24th. If you haven't signed up yet, sign up now. It's at Dragonfly. going to be... It's going to be popping. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of guys going to be there. Heavy hitters. (laughs) Some heavy hitters. Yeah. Uh 
But uh, shout out to Fresno First Bank. And secondly, I don't know how long you're in town, but you got to check out Durbo's Deli. Durbo's Deli, it's the premier sandwich in the 559 now. Yeah. Chicken sandwich, turkey club, burgers, crisp cut fries. They're lemonade. It just tastes better for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Absolutely love Durbo's Deli. Huge supporters of Bring the Juice. Going to have the Bring the Juice special going out there soon. Check out Durbo's Deli. Jake, you know, I want to get back into the minor leagues a little bit. But before mm-hmm. we do, every athlete has their reason as to why they wake up in the morning. Yeah. Their reason as to, you know, they don't want to get up. They need that kick in the ass mm-hmm. to get out of bed and go attack the day to be yeah. great. What what has always been your drive? Hmm. I think to be honest, it's it it's changed um, as I've gotten like gotten older and more mature. I would say when I was young, man, I just wanted to go do something. Yeah, it didn't matter what sport it was. I wanted to go play. Competitors right? want to win. Exactly. My that. first sport was tennis. I yeah. played tennis. I was like five years old, beating like ten year olds is waxing yeah well, my sister was a really good tennis player so my dad just brought me along yeah and i was hit against the wall and i bugged my dad to hit with me he was like just go hit against yeah, the wall to my face yeah <laughs> exactly and so finally he rallied with me and we did a hundred shot rally and he was like this kid's good what in the world how did you learn this stuff and so i just wanted to compete man and so absolutely football season i love football baseball season i was like oh, i'm gonna be a baseball player tennis put me on the hot i played hockey uh roller hockey back in the day and so uh it was just i just loved to compete so that was um the main thing but as i got older Mm -hmm. um and i got more mature and um i started getting into my faith i mean that's the number one reason why i get out of bed and play is to to glorify god to um you know just continue to to um spread the gospel and and that's you know what i base my life on so absolutely um that's why i get out of bed that's why i play um to help people um and the best way i know that i can and to me that's you know spreading the gospel and the faith and obviously there's other re- providing for my family totally um to. i got i just got married like congratulations i you. saw that by the way you look nice in that tuxedo <laughs> thank you appreciate i'm getting it. married in april and i'm trying to figure out my tuxedo still yeah. i liked yours yeah thank it you it looked good i appreciate it so um yeah that's going to be a wild experience, man, again. So, yeah, have fun. Dude, it's, great. it's a great time. Man. I'm kind of going through it yeah. right now. <laughs> it's it's hard. A lot of planning. The pl- oh, my gosh, bro. A lot of details. Hey, that process, me and my wife, were like, we're both athletes. So we're we're sitting there like she's at school. I practice all day. I'm training all day. And we come together and we have a two-hour meeting with the wedding planner. And but we're Trying ready to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> You got colors, all kinds of stuff. Can they come? Can they not come? Yeah, a lot of decisions, dude. So many. So after that, you get to enjoy it the day of, and right. then it's like I can relax now. But um, so yeah, bro, I got a wife. I got things. I got a husky. Got a husky. We talked about. <laughs> I got a dog. Uh, you know, so my my family grinded to get to for me to get to where I I've uh, gotten and. And so that's another thing I look at, man, like providing for them. And then on top of that, like, you know, I have some passions to help um, certain groups of people um, that are less fortunate. So yeah. how could I not get out of bed, bro? Dude, you, you know? have to. Yeah. Have you started like a nonprofit or a charity? Or I'm in the, in the process of nice. doing that. Yeah. Once you do, let us know. We'll yeah. be sure to shout out on Bringing Juice. And for sure. We'd love to support you. Yeah. We're, get, we're going big. Dude. We, we got some big plans. So you don't go big. Why do you even do anything? For real. Bro. Right? Yeah. 
I like that you said the faith. You know, I I, I don't bring it up unless somebody's comfortable with it. Yeah. But again, like I said, I can do whatever I want on this yeah. podcast. It's my freaking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I am definitely in the boat of um, pray every morning, mm-hmm. pray before I go to bed, yeah. pray before I eat. Yeah. But like, I think as a competitor, mm-hmm. you kind of have this extra category of prayer mm-hmm. and relationship with God to where, you know, you're put into some pretty high, high pressure situations Oh yeah, and you could feel really alone at times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, you, you, you're, you're in the spotlight. You've been in yeah. the spotlight. Like we've For all, sure. the guys who have been on this, they can relate to this. Cause they're mm-hmm. like, there's times where like, dude, you're just, maybe you're just, you're kind of burnt out. Yeah. There's days where you're like, dude, like I'm supposed to go be this superstar, the superhero. And it's just like, dude, like my body hurts. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm in a slump. We haven't even talked about baseball, how freaking your failure percentage is insane. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> like I definitely have a stronger relationship with God because mm-hmm. I've gone through those high level situations of athletics. And it makes me think now that I'm not competing at the highest level anymore. Yeah. I don't just want to pray to God on the days mm-hmm. when I have a big game yeah. or I'm going in a race where it's very dangerous. Facts. Like you got to pray even on the, the off season days yeah. where maybe you, all you got is an AP workout, which yeah. isn't the equivalent of having a bunch of higher up scouts at your game, analyzing whether you're going to get called up or not. Like you got to stay true to it the Speak entire it, time bro. through. Yeah. And you know, I'm not going to try to convert anybody on this mm-hmm. podcast, but I do believe that when, when shit hits the fan, mm-hmm. when you're in a situation where someone you love is going to die or mm-hmm. you're in a, Oh no situation. Yeah. What's the number one thing people say, God help me, God help me. And it is something where, you know, I hope it doesn't have to get to that point for some people. No. But if you're a young athlete, you know, going through it right now or mm-hmm. an old athlete going through it. Yeah. Dude, you don't got to be some preacher to just no. to send up a little prayer. And there's like, you don't even have to do it formally. You don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, you know, when, when people bring their faith up, you, you would get along really well. One of my buddies, Josh Hokit, he, yeah. you know, Hokit. No, <laughs> met, high. no, I know. I've never met him. Oh but my I've heard God. Of him. Yeah. Josh Hokit plays yeah. fullback for the 49ers. Yeah. And, um, well, he's got a couple things uh, burning right now, but I'm not going to discuss those. Okay. Insane athlete. Yeah. Probably the best athlete I physically know. Nice. And, um, no, but he had a really good episode with me. Really? And he just, dude, like, he he's very, very reserved, oh. but also when you could get him to to talk a little bit about what he's about, mm. it's like, dude, this dude's absolutely spitting facts right yeah. now. Oh. And he's very close to this faith, and I've always admired that about him, how someone could be, I don't want to say dark, yeah. but such a fierce competitor yeah. yet still be passionate yeah. through preaching, you know, yeah. yo, this is my faith. I do it for my faith. Uh-huh. And, um, nah, again, young athletes, not to get too much into it, but like, yeah, you, you gotta have it. You have to, yeah. I, I don't know one athlete that doesn't have it. Yeah. And I think dude, like, so another competitor like that reminds me of Zach Follett, who's one of my mentors, uh-huh. um, play with the lions, uh, linebacker in the NFL. Mm-hmm. NFL hit of the year, uh, which is a crazy story. Uh, He's Cup of Joy, right? Yeah, Cup of Joy. Yeah, of joy. I got to get him on the pod. Yeah, have to. What a pod that would be. Yeah, talk about a yeah. guy. Who's, I got to connect with that. Yeah, I got, uh-huh. I, he's on my list. Yeah, he's on my big board. Yeah, he's he's awesome, man. He's been a mentor of mine. 
since I was 17, 18, wow. somewhere around there. A critical point. Criti- yeah. And, and when I was going into something that um, would be really hard for me over the, the next like three years, I would say, mm-hmm. just adjusting to that lifestyle and stuff. Um, but he, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in the gym and I'm wearing a cross necklace and he goes, he walks in and he goes, Hey, young bud, like what you know about that cross around your neck? <laughs> and I was like, I looked at him at the time. I wasn't super proactive in my faith. And I believed in it. My dad was super right. proactive. Um, and so I, be- I, you know, we prayed for the game, but that was really it for me. Right. Uh, and I go, I don't know. It looks good. That's what I told him. <laughs> oh, I had man. no idea who he is. This is big guy yelling right, across right. the gym. Yeah. I don't know who you are, bro. Like, yeah. So uh, he laughs and then he was like, hey, let me, uh, let me. We're gonna pray for the game today. We we're playing Buchanan, this big game, because they were one, number one team in the country or something like that. And we were like top five in the country. Yeah. That year in the track was insane baseball wise. Yeah. And yeah. so he prays for me for the first time. And dude, I that was the first time I ever felt like I wasn't alone going to the plate that game. It was such a powerful moment for me. And then I ended up meeting his best friend who went to Redwood just like I did, transferred his sophomore year, just like I did. Our dads were roommates in Pro Ball. Had wow. no idea when we met each other. My dad didn't even know his dad was living in Fresno, I don't think. Uh, it's crazy. World. Small world. And so he and them two have been my – him and Dwayne Coleman been my mentors <clears throat> since then. And and so my faith um, really took off, I'd say, when I was about 21. And uh, you're right, man. Like, I think a lot of people, you know, however they view praying and stuff, um, it's, it's a relationship, you know, yeah. um, with God. And, and I think, you know – uh, the fact we had to go boldly and confidently, because mm-hmm. um, it wasn't always like that, bro. Like no. there was different different things, um, and so now that we get to do that and we have the access to God and His presence and stuff, right? Um, man, it's like just being honest, bro. Yeah, it's been the main thing I've been on is just being honest in prayer. It's definitely uh, a sense of becoming a man for yeah, sure. Yeah, for which sure. Is, I mean, I'm freaking. I just turned 26. Got two days, a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and. I'm not saying I just became that after 26 turning 26, but yeah. like <laughs> I, I, I'm in a Tuesday night men's group yeah. where we yeah. talk about how to be a better man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is a, it, you got to have God in your life. Yeah. It's one, it's one mm-hmm. of the core values. Oh, no doubt, bro. That's a, transitioning. That's a you follow college yeah. football at all. Yeah, dude. I don't watch sports, bro. Oh my. I don't watch any hot sports. Take. Yeah. Hot take. None. <laughs> I dude, I can't even watch a full baseball game on TV. It's just I don't listen to my own Bring the Juice podcast. Yeah. I can't stand hearing my own voice, dude. And it's you terrible. you lived it. You already know what's on there. <laughs> you already watch it. I'm listening to myself right. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say because you're saying it. Yeah, I don't gotta hear it again. No, and so it's sports for me is like, bro, I play so much. Um, I used to, mm-hmm. but then I was like, I'm over this, man. So <sighs> the only sport I watch is UFC and boxing. I pay attention. To. Okay, but other than that, what? Uh, so what do you do? What do you watch? Office, uh, Seinfeld, Breaking dude, Bad, big YouTube guy. I'll fall okay. down the YouTube rabbit. We have hole. a we have a Bring the Juice YouTube page. It's really? growing. It's growing. Okay, let me check yeah. it out. It's gonna be crispy. This is a crispy episode. Yeah, seriously, you're gonna yeah. love the way you look. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. so YouTube guy, big YouTube guy. Um, I was watching The Chosen for a while. Unbelievable. Yeah, if, like my mom and dad said, it's awesome. Yeah, you guys gotta watch that for sure. Um, so I was watching that. I'll YouTube like YouTube university. I learn everything on YouTube. Whatever okay, I need. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So <laughs> college 
You know about the NIL at least, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so college sports are completely changing at mm-hmm. this point. Money-wise especially because, I mean, there's some guys that are getting NIL deals. I don't. I haven't heard the biggest one for baseball yet, mm-hmm. but like there's some football ones where guys are making north of $5 million. And it's wow. like- Wow, good for them. That's insane. Yeah. I don't know if it's still true, but there's a high school kid. I think it's like a $7 million NIL deal. Senior in high school committed to go play quarterback at Tennessee. He's getting he's getting given seven million dollars to play, and he hasn't even touched the college campus yet. That's insane. So That's does more, he get that before yes. he? So he got it in he high school. It. In high school. That's a that's good for him, dude. That's it's incredible. insane. Changing families' insane. lives and stuff. I mean, this is all the. I don't know if he's got it officially. That was according to Twitter. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, but um, either way, it must be true. <laughs> But uh, it's it's changing the game a little yeah. bit, and I also think it's kind of coming to the point now where on the on the opposite side of that coin, college itself is very expensive. The world is expensive. Yeah, for real. House is expensive. Your husky is expensive. Yeah. I mean, airplane tickets are expensive. Crazy. Gas is through the roof. Mm-hmm. Those are just we're talking like day to day necessities. Literally, essentially. Yeah. not the husky, but uh, yeah. whatever. But what I'm getting at is. At what point is there going to be, it's going to be like, hey, I'm not going to go to college and waste five years of my prime youth Mm -hmm. to basically party. Yeah. Maybe make some connections. I can Mm -hmm. see that advantage. Instead, I'm going to maybe learn a trade, Mm -hmm. um, start a business. Because there's all, there's, you could learn a lot from Mm -hmm. YouTube. You could learn a specific craft. Yeah. My biggest thing for YouTube is like, I just think I got my ag business degree from Fresno State and your first time like paying taxes. They don't really mm-hmm. teach you that very much in college. They don't really teach you how to do like a lot of adulty things. I, I feel like, yeah. hey, what's a good mortgage? Mm-hmm. Like what's a good way to buy a house? What's a good way to buy a car? Yeah. What kind of insurance should I have? Like yeah. all you got to do is YouTube it and it, it tells you in a minute and these YouTube guys – are, I'm not savvy like them. I I just shoot the bring the juice stuff. Yeah, but they're they're to the point where they understand it's a formula. I don't want to watch a 10 minute video. I don't have patience for a 10 minute video on how to find something out. Yeah, like I legit want to watch a minute and 30 seconds and have the answer. And if I don't understand it, okay, I'll watch the next one exactly. to get a little more detail yeah. or depth. But we are impatient. We're impatient generation. Oh, yeah. Who wants it? We want it now. Yep. So you talk about YouTube University and it makes you think, shit, why not? Also, you could make money being a guy who YouTubes. Yeah. A really good, I mean, what's his name? Mr. Beast? Yeah. Mr. Beast is like, I don't even know how much. In the billions. Jay, you gotta quote on how much Mr. Beast is worth. I think it's in the billions. Yeah, it's in the billions. I know that. Because he turned down a billion dollars. Yeah. No, yeah, because they wanted to buy his YouTube account. Yeah. He he think, I think he wanted like twenty billion or something yeah. like that. Fifty-four million per year. Fifty-four. That's cash money videos, too, bro. Fifty-four million dollars to make YouTube videos? Are you kidding me? Wow. So if I can make it towards like, hey, I'm making like ten grand a year. Yeah. Little side, little side revenue. Yeah. I'm a happy guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. A happy freaking guy. Of course, yeah. But like, these are just so many different ways to make money that our parents' generation mm. didn't have necessarily. Yeah. It makes me think, man. It makes me think, and. You know, I've had a few young entrepreneurs that were in the athletic field come on mm. the pod recently. 
And one thing they talked about is there's NIL, right? Yeah. So that's a, that's a thing where you could, as a college athlete, you could utilize mm -hmm. your name, image, and likeness. But there's also like, okay, let's, you're not in college. No. But you, you could document your life mm -hmm. as a bouncing around that major league baseball system mm -hmm. and people could come and follow your journey. Essentially yeah. you're married. You guys mm -hmm. are both freaking, you know, mm -hmm. young, yeah. happy, good looking, all that yeah. crap to where you could, you could utilize it and become mm -hmm. one of those couples or that guy or whatever mm -hmm. you want. Now, I understand your perspective because I've been in the locker room many times and I don't want to be the TikTok guy in nope, the locker room. Not at all. That's not who I am. No. It took me a big leap of my manhood to say, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the podcast guy. Yeah. Like I can talk. I don't do goofy shit with mm -hmm. dances and ha ha yeah. and all that. <laughs> I just, Jake, you better not clip that. <laughs> but, I, but like I, yeah. I, I want my clips and my Instagram to be facts. Yeah. Straight facts. For real. That's it. Yeah. You say in a bar or uh -huh. I say a bar. Yeah. That's it. Maybe yeah, I promote yeah. my hats here and there or the Bring the Juice Golf Tournament. Yeah. That's it. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. I, I'm not here to be clickbait. Right? Yeah. For sure. And, um, but with that being said, one thing that, long story short, you do need to utilize your, yeah. your network and your image because let's say you wanted to become a real estate agent, mm -hmm. right? And there's person A and person B. You guys both got your license. You both, you're twins. You played Major League Baseball. He didn't. Who am I more inclined to buy a house from if I somewhat like sports? I want to. I want to. The guy who. The guy yeah. who's on the Angels. No doubt. That's yeah. what I want. Uh huh. So, you know, utilizing that image is something I think. You. I'm not giving telling you to do this, mm -hmm. but I'm saying like I. It is something that athletes kind of need to be like. Hey, how do I not be the TikTok guy yeah. in the locker room, but still, you know. I am that dude, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I feel you. I think it's good. I think nowadays, dude, like you'll get social guys media who aren't even, it. yeah, they're not even that good, but they're, they can promote them on social media and they'll get a better deal, uh, equipment deal, or whatever than you do. And so a hundred percent, I, I, I get it. And to be honest, that's an area I could get a lot better. I just don't like put in the effort to social media. Dude, I get it. And part of me is like, I do see like, um, the internet is is it's cool, but like I never want to be fully engulfed in it because yep. uh, I heard this on a show. I forgot what it was. It said, "Live by the internet, die by the internet." Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I I try to like throw some stuff out here and there. Right. Um, I'm also like kind of a private like dude. Totally. Right. So like, but I like the podcast it. and I like that stuff. And like, dude, one day maybe like way like down the road when I'm done playing and. My friends have some cool stories. It'd be cool to do yeah. a pocket, like do a pocket. A tell-all. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and that'd be awesome to get on here and just, again, talk with my yeah. friends and, and do that type of stuff. Let loose. Um, but yeah, like, I think there's definitely a line you got to be careful there's with. There's a total line. Yeah. What do you think? So you're, I mean, you're, have you heard of the, uh, what are they? The Savannah Bananas? Yeah. Okay. Tell me <laughs> your take on those guys then. Because they kind of are like, what, like a Harlem Globetrotter yeah. feel essentially? Yeah. Is it good for baseball or bad for baseball? Um, fun fact, they hit me up to play for them in 2020 when I elected free agency the first time. Yeah. Did you consider it at all? No. <laughs> but I thought, you know, what they're doing is it's like uh, it promotes the game. Sure. So it's it's great. Right. Like at the end of the day, if that creates a baseball fan, like a little kid is not sure and he sees a Savannah Bananas and he's like, yeah. I want to play baseball. 
good. Good for the sport. Let's get the everybody, you know, everybody we can in the sport, and let's grow it the most we can. I think it's. Right. I don't see any problems with it. You just got to know that, like, obviously, you can't go to pro, and that's it's going to be like that. But dude, right for the entertainment, and you're kind of selling your soul when you go there. I feel like, right? You, you kind of, I think, but you know what you're getting into going into it. It's kind of like um, it is the Harlem Globetrotters, and if I sign up for the Harlem Globetrotters, I know you're not I'm going to the be, NBA. Yeah, I know I'm doing, you know, whatever the uh it, things they have us do whether the yeah. theatrics are you know what i mean so i just i mean at what point are you like yeah i'm going savannah bananas yeah. like you must know that hey it's just not gonna happen yeah. but you still want to play ball i don't know what they make but they sell out every freaking yeah game. the games look lit they're yeah, coming they to do. fresno are they really uh like i want to say like july 27th i would love going? to get one of them on the freaking pod yeah like, you should bro yeah that'd be awesome are you gonna go I'm in town. I might stop by. I think so. Yeah. I don't you know. Should. should I? I think you should. It's a, it's a, what, probably a Thursday night in Fresno. Yeah. We're, Why worst, not? Yeah. Worst case. I mean, yeah. what else is going on Thursday night in Fresno? No, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting take though, man. It's yeah. a changing of the sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, baseball as a whole, it's, I played baseball mm-hmm. most of high school all the way through. And like, I, uh, you know, I had these soccer guys on a couple weeks ago, World yeah. Cup right now. Yeah, World Cup. I saw that. I don't watch sports, but I saw it's the World Cup. There you go. You're in the loop, Jake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's this debate. Is soccer ever going to pass up any of these sports? They were saying, like, you know, the World Cup in 2026 will be in the United States. Hmm. Um, and it'll make soccer the, the top sport in the country. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but let's call it the big three between yeah. football, basketball, baseball. Mm-hmm. Is baseball on the cusp of falling out of the big three out of those top those top three? Yeah. Really? No but why? I think, I think out of those three, yeah. baseball would, right now would be the one to possibly fall out of there. Yeah. Um, I don't think soccer passes in that. I don't think either. I think yeah. it'll always be part of the big three. It's America's pastime. It's America's pastime. And people love it. Yeah. So Go and, to a baseball game. It's You're not going to have a bad time. No, exactly. Literally but, all levels too. All levels. And- I think it, like some of the minor league games, man, you check out a minor league game. There's oh. some crazy stuff. You don't see yeah, it. Everyone in the big leagues, man, is like super like it's awesome to see that talent level at that stage, like under the lights, like the best players in the world. The thing that's cool about the minor leagues is like you see maybe not as polished. It's kind of like uh, when I was younger, I watched football. I loved watching college football way more than I, I, uh, everyone else because it's like the guys are out there um, grinding, bro. Just playing their butts. Off. Yeah. And it's like they're they're uh competing and it's fun because like maybe they're not quite as everybody's not quite as good yeah. so there's bigger plays and there's you know bigger oh stuff it's explosive crazy yeah. stuff happens yeah so like guys are hustling a little harder yeah. all and that so that i think you know check out my only game if you can it's, it's pretty fun but uh baseball i think um with the some of the rule changes they're making mm-hmm. may actually help uh what's the are, are any of them like for sure a done deal because i know they tried the extra inning yeah the, what else? What uh, else? Pitch clock, big one, because the game's quicker. Okay. Uh, it's hard, bro. The first, so I was hurt in spring. Okay. The, I got hurt the last day of spring, oblique. So I missed the first six weeks of the season. Those are hard to get over. Oh. Uh, they just linger yeah. so much, um, especially the baseball player. But uh, so I come back, and when I come back, it's the new rules. It's the pitch clock. So you have to be in the box looking at the pitcher with nine seconds. I think it starts at uh, 19 or something. Oh crap! So you get in the box, look at the pitcher at nine, 
and then in between in between pitches is 14. I could be wrong. Maybe 14? 14. 14 Dude, that's gonna that's gonna like can't take your foot out of the box, really. And so uh the first time the guy was clapping at me, get in the box, get in the box. And I looked up and I was like, Oh, I forgot what the pitch clock. And so I, just in what, time. What if you don't do it? Strike? Strike? Oh yeah. Oh happened baby. to me, bro. Happened to me I had a three-two count and the guy was nasty. And I was like in the box, like this is gotta feel this one out. (laughs) (laughs) I was literally, I didn't take the bat off my shoulder because the first one moved so much. I was like, I gotta see that again before I try to hit it. And so ended up being a 0-2 count. And he just threw three balls. And on the last one, he's standing there shaking all this stuff. And then the umpire is like, time, pitch clock violation, walk. Like you go to first. I dude, I this is the best walk I ever had in my life. (laughs) (laughs) And I walked to first and I was like running down the line, like. That was incredible. Hey, on base percentage up. Oh. Take it. So, and I I need to work on walking more, but that was a big walk. I was like, dude, I love walking now because that was cool. Wow, um, that's gonna yeah, change the game. Change the game, but dude, the games were the PCL. The games are forever because the the ball flies in the PCL. Um, but this year they were down like thirty minutes a game. So our game on average, I think, was around like three hours. This year's around two and a half. So dude, that's imagine, reasonable. Yeah, it's very reasonable. reasonable in the PCL though, where the ball. They also humidified the balls this year, so they didn't go as far. But this is because of elevation, right? Yeah, elevation. Right. Reno, all these places yeah. like dry, and it's it's fun. <laughs> but <laughs> dinger season, yeah, baby. Yeah, oh yeah, I love that league. So and it's on the West Coast. Yeah. So um, easy flights. Yeah, easy flights. We get on some late bumpy ones though. Uh, it's pretty funny. Some Allegiant. <laughs> yeah, they're like super small planes, and we're flying to like Oklahoma City. And they're bouncing around, man. It gets it gets pretty, and it's like twelve at night. It's like ten thirty at night. If we go down. They're gonna hear about tomorrow, dude. <laughs> so it's we're bouncing around in lightning storms and all that, but we made we made it. So it's all good. Okay, what is the like? <laughs> I don't want to call it the biggest messed up thing, but like, what's the biggest struggle? Uh, kind of just like, hey, we gotta have to drive myself to a game. Yeah. Uh, What's the most like you wouldn't expect I had to do this because I'm a professional baseball player yeah. thing you've had to do? Dude, that's really hard because I can go so many different directions. Rip off a few, <laughs> rip off a few quick ones. So I think um, the most recent, as you go up, it gets better, right? Okay, well let's talk about the dirty days. The dirty days. So that you know, we're talking about uh, rookie ball in Helena, Montana days, <sighs> dude. Damn. Like. I remember we couldn't have our phones in the clubhouse. So uh, when you got in trouble, if, if you had your phone on or whatever, this was way back, like 2015. But it was a rule because they wanted us to like talk to each other as a team. So it was a, big, it was a tough rule, but that was a rule we had to follow. So if you got fined or whatever, or you were late for something or whatever it is, uh, he would make you clean. You would have to help clean the other clubhouse. Bro. So I have to help clean the other clubhouse. The other clubhouse had a rat inside of the clubhouse. So I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Right yeah. Now. And so. You thought you were on the Brewers. Bro. <laughs> I was in Helena, Montana. I'm like, dude, I never thought I'd be out here. Like, there's deers around the field. Like, it's uh, it's a American Legion high school baseball field. And we're playing professional baseball on it. And so that league is no longer... Uh, it's, the, it's discontinued yeah and the brewers were pretty upset with the the quality of the field but right. it's like what are we gonna do we have to play there we signed to play there so it got better once right. it was brought to their attention but dude that was yeah. that was one where That's i was icky. like 
is this i'm in professional baseball right now and i'm cleaning up a clubhouse with a rat inside of it the team one team didn't even get dressed there they got dressed at the hotel and came to the game that's like that's like travel ball or high school baseball type of stuff that's not even that's like yeah. peewee football yeah. like your mom put your pads on at home yeah. so you'd have to do it later exactly. that's crazy though. yeah bro so like places like like uh the the town incredible like the views and all that but like this field where we were at was like was rough dude oh. so that was one of them you have like you have some of the stories where you play you fly out at um 3 a.m that day you're 3 a.m bus to the airport fly to a city and you have a game the same day um so you go home take a hour power nap you're right back at the field and you're like how is this yeah, yeah. like I got how's this good for sleep. my athletic <laughs> ability and i'm out here playing through a three-hour game like it's crazy. And you, we always win after that. Normally, It's like a weird, like everybody goes off, but dude, there's, there's so many points where you're like, it's just the grind of it, man. Yeah. 12, 15 hour bus trips driving in. And it's, you're at the, get to the hotel at 7am, go to sleep for three, four hours. Then you're and back you have to feel. So those are the type of things where I'm like, dude, that's, that's hard. It's hard to compete like that, man. Oh, yeah. You're on the road. You're going to these little cities, not sit, not, you know, not, crapping on fresno but like you're coming to fresno you're coming to you know freaking visalia's got one like you're not hitting not necessarily you want to hit the san francisco's or the los angeles mm -hmm. but like a lot of these places i know there's some crazy names out there for these mm -hmm. minor league teams too like you said they're there it's a, i don't call it a circus but like it's definitely an adventure to say yeah. the least we call it the jungle the minor league you call it the, the jungle. jungle anything goes dude and it's just cutthroat and it's it's a grind it's it's survival yeah uh, it's definitely survival so it's a grind dude for sure jake i love it i'm gonna wrap it up here you got anything else you want to say real quick before we close this episode of bring the juice no nah, i think uh one of the things i just want to touch on um because i feel like fresno needs it right now absolutely um, and the the central valley needs it is like especially in the baseball community maybe you could speak more on the, the football community but um I think right now the biggest thing I've been trying to do with a lot of my friends that have been playing, um, been at high levels and stuff like that. Um, you know, there's been players that have been way higher levels than me. And so one thing I noticed is that there's kind of a lot of division in the Valley. Yeah. Um, and so we've been talking about it, about how do we want to get everybody together? Cause how much easier would it be for me coming up? I didn't really have a lot of people, who had been through what I've been through in the Valley. Right. right. Um, and the ones that did, I didn't um, either, whatever it was, right. weren't able Age to contact gap, me. Network, whatever it was, right. And I'll totally. never hold that against No, anybody, man, it's part of the deal. Part of it. And so, yeah. but one thing I think as players, we need to leave it better, or we need to leave it better than it was before, or yeah. how, whatever it is. So whatever the terminology is. I got but, it. Yeah. And so you get the point. But, um, so I think, as people made to high levels, as people who um, done awesome things like bro, bobsleigh, like that's wild, bro, to that's hear weird. about that and like your experiences. So I think this is really totally. good to get into information out to the younger Absolutely. generation, right? Yeah. So that way, hey, this is what we did. Mm -hmm. You take it and make it better than, than us. But I we're going to give you the uh, the information Yeah. that, you know, we went through, through some of these things. We don't want you to have to go through the same thing, right? Yeah. So, right. We've been trying to work on it. Um, so do you want to create what, like a group, a club, like not like a camp, but like yeah. a, 
you know, something to be a part of pretty much for me yeah. when all the pro guys are home. Hey, let's, we, do, let's, it, man. let's do, let's do six workouts together. Yeah. Uh, we got an Instagram page. Where we're constantly 100%. following each other, hanging out. Yeah. You're, you got an open line of communication yeah. and yeah. Young players could develop because yeah. I, I do agree. I think about it just as an older brother. Like, yeah. I literally have a younger brother mm. who's literally playing the same position with me at the yeah. same college with the same coaches. For sure. Of course, I told him the things that I had to learn the hard way. Exactly. And he's definitely, it, you could ask him, it helped him. Mm -hmm. And even just being like a vet in a locker room, yeah. like, there's nothing cooler when you're the the, the new guy mm. and an and a, and a older guy who's kind of there, season, sure, gives you, throws you a bone. Yeah. And you're like, dude, that was a yeah. nothing to you. That was an everything to me. Exactly. And I think when you remember that, now that you're a vet, yeah, I'm sure you got younger guys, you're like, hey, Hey, let me, yeah. let me show Come you on, how to bro. do this. Bro. Yeah, exactly. And I, 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 one of the reasons that I created Bring the Juice was on the long list. The Valley has some insane athletes. It's everyone kind of knows of each other, but mm -hmm. not everyone knows each other. Yeah. And if it, if Bring the Juice could be the, you know, the nucleus, exactly, or like the home base for yeah. hey, I have maybe I have a, a dinner once a year with all the Bring the Juice, ath juice awesome, athletes. Dude. Yeah. Everyone could connect. We could do some insane, things. insane things, insane things. Cause people sleep on the Valley like crazy. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And that's my thing, bro. Is like, let's not in baseball. I think in the Valley is like, uh, the most behind one in that mm -hmm. category. Um, and again, I'm not in the football world, so maybe it is, it is behind or more than baseball. I don't, I don't know. But the point is, is that, um, there's so much like division, bro. Yeah. Like, well, you work out here and you work out here. So yeah. we can't even like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, totally dude, get it. like let's all come together. It's a, it's a small area, but like you said, produces some insane athletes. And like, if we can work together, right. And everybody can learn stuff from each other, whether it's two really high level players learning from each other or a high level player teaching something to a 12 year old. Right. That could have, um, you know, that's going to help them the rest of their career. Could right. turn somebody into, you know, a high, a really make high someone thing. good from great. Yeah. Easily. And change their family's lives. Like it's bigger than just being good at the sport. You Absolutely. know what I mean? And, and so I think like what you're talking about would really help just get everybody connected. But my thing is like trying to bridge that gap and mm -hmm. like kind of cut out some of that division and like, dude, let's just work together, bro. Absolutely. Like, we could do some great things and the Valley has enough for everybody. Yeah. Like there's enough everyone spots for everybody. Everyone could eat. Yeah. So let's, I agree. let's, uh, I think, that maybe where we're behind a little bit and is why like LA and some of these bigger towns produce maybe at like a, um, a higher, they have more people obviously too, but right. dude, I think the central Valley could really be a force in like nationally uh, known per capita. Yes, bro. Like, oh, like you come ratio, from the Valley. Yeah. You're a, you're a oh, dog. Oh, oh man. Yeah, that's that five, five, nine. Dog. That water's different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why not, bro? We have everybody to do it. Let's yeah. do it. I totally agree. Yeah. Jake, I love it. Fire me up. We definitely got to build off that. I want to make sure we keep in contact with it. For sure. Uh, another great episode of Bring the Juice. Get your piss hot this week. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on the pod. Follow Jake and his journey. Uh, this, this pod's going to actually drop right before New Year's. So happy New Year's, everybody. Wow. Happy New Year's. Bro. Wow. Damn. Let's get it going. It's coming. Write your goals down. It's coming. Down. <laughs> Write them down. Write down your goals and attack them. Yeah. Get your piss hot and bring the juice, baby.